Hey! <laughs> What's up, guys? I think we are streaming. I see I'm on Mixer, and yes, I am live. Right on. Oh, am I streaming from that one? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hey! <laughs> Look at me. I am on, right? Nice. Cool. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report for Thursday already, March 26th, 2020. And can you believe it? Yesterday, by the way, a quick announcement on behalf of Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel, which I pretty much manage. That's Jesse Lee Peterson's Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, his nonprofit YouTube channel. Nonprofit organization is Bond. We put out a Sunday, a Bond Sunday service from 2009. So thank you guys for joining in and checking it out. I normally try, just so you guys know, this is what my general shoot for uh, schedule is. I shoot for putting out a Bond Sunday service Wednesdays, Wednesday evenings. 5.30 sometimes, 7 <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yesterday was 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And so for some of you, it was like almost 10 o'clock in the evening. But shout out to Malkuth X. He told me, hey, man, try to announce when you're going to do something, in the, when you're planning to do something in the afternoon. I forgot to because I wasn't thinking about it. Forgot about that yesterday. It was Wednesday. But anyways, I did see Malkuth X there. Right on, man. Uh, lots of, I don't know if Malkuth X considers himself a Christian. I know that what's his name, uh, Donning Armor from uh, California, doesn't. I think he's like either a pagan or something. He's white, <laughs> but um, it's cool that you guys still join in the Church of Jesse Lee Peterson slash Bond Sunday Service reprises. I guess you could call them from two thousand nine. I appeared in this one. This one was called "Do We Have Free Will?" So um, you just saw if you were watching the live stream and it, by the way is youtube buffering it seems like i looked on i took a peek on tw twitter i just searched youtube and buffering on twitter to see if anybody was tweeting about it and it does seem that other streamers and viewers are complaining that youtube is experiencing buffering meaning that there is some perhaps i'm just speculating internet rationing i feel like i've come across that type of thing across mention of that in either the media or on Twitter or something like that. They may, may be because of so many people at home and so many people searching the internet. They may prioritize internet traffic towards these supposed authoritative websites. You know, because a, a YouTube streamer, I don't know, DLive is not buffering, however, according to some. So, anyways, that's good. 
So if you're having problems with YouTube, head on over to dlive.tv slash the Hake Report. Nice, huh? China doesn't buffer you. <laughs> but China is communist, so they are, you know, communists do ration, but apparently so do socialists, which is what America is, unfortunately. It's not full-on socialist, but the government does act like they own us, and that is a shame. And that's what socialism really means. They pretend, oh, it's just the, the dumb intellectual socialists are like, it's just when when the workers control the means of production or the government controls the means of production. No, it's when the government owns you. <laughs> I don't know. It's These are just wor dumb words. It's good versus evil, right? <laughs> um, what was I just saying? I, I interrupted that one thought to say another. But anyways, um, thank you guys for supporting. And I am wearing a um, light blue... You can kind of tell it's light blue on the screen. Um, better, not bitter t-shirt. It was a suggestion. Thank you, Caroline, for the suggestion. Um, Bond Rebuilding the Man Teespring t-shirt. And I will be putting this up on the Bond Teespring store. There is a prior design, and I've seen some of you guys wear it. That's cool. Hey, Swedish smorgasbord. On a, on a Twitch. Nice. I'm streaming on a bunch of platforms. I'm going to get to your calls. 888-775-3773. There's some crazy news. You know, people have all kinds of bright ideas. And I'm using that term sarcastically about this ridiculous um, coronavirus scare. And yeah, in some cases, it is a ridiculous scare. Letting prisoners out of jail, I think that's scare tactics to force a liberal, anti-common sense, anti-men, anti-justice agenda. Social justice is anti-justice, right? It's not justice. <laughs> so um, they're letting prisoners out of jail, the liberals. And they're pr trying to pressure the federal uh, prisons to let people out. And Bill de Blasio, I think, is letting people out or somebody. It's a mess. Over in Rikers Island, I think Bill de Blasio is letting a bunch of people out. Letting 300 people who have misdemeanor and so-called nonviolent felony charges out of Rikers Island immediately that have less than a year left on their sentence. And they want Trump to push a... Do a compassionate release. I'm getting these headlines from Drudge. It's a mess. So that's why I call that scare, scare. Because, you know, they, they talked about the red scare. I learned, I learned, and I think that it's true, that they use the term the red scare, referring to the concern about communists infiltrating our country in order to diminish the reality that communists have infiltrated our country. And really, it's basically evil infiltrating the minds of the American people and the immigrants and the illegals <laughs> worldwide, man. So that's why I use the term scare. And there is legitimate um, danger with this coronavirus, it sounds like, definitely. But there's also a lot of scare tactics 
and pushing of evil agendas. By the way, before I get to Daniel from Houston, Texas, hang tight, man. Um, there was, can you go back to the folder prior from yesterday? There was a, a tweet that I forgot to get to from yesterday from, I gave you about Bernie being like a false imitation of, of decency, talking about abortions. Well, another socialist, and I know socialist is not a bad word for, in some of your minds, but I think it really should be. But that's beside the point. This woman is evil. Melina Abdullah. You see that folder in, the, in yesterday's one, Joel? Yeah. Melina Abdullah is a woman who refuses to come on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and even the fallenstate.tv. And she had somebody yelling at Dylan, by the way. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dylan's just a friendly, nice, but persistent uh, guy. Hustler. Hustler in a good way, though. Not the bad kind. Well, th- I'm showing you, Joelle is showing you, thank you, the um, Twitter profile of Melina Abdullah. She's a verified liberal on blue checkmark <laughs> on uh, Twitter. At Doc Melly Mel. But don't harass her, right? <laughs> There's no such thing as harassment, right? But, I mean, I mean, guess there is, but... That's an anti-male word. The feminists use that against men. But anyways, I'm getting off track. She's a professor of Pan-African Studies at Cal State LA. She famously organized a Black Lives Matter protest because she is a Black Lives Matter organizer. You know the hate group? They hate blacks. They hate babies. They hate men. They hate everybody. They're a hate group. Some people are well-meaning. Oh my gosh, this is the photograph. Joelle is just showing you some photographs from her Twitter. This is the photograph on the header of her Twitter. And I think the guy in the middle, there's a tall man in a suit holding his fist up. He has a nice ring on his finger. He's black. I think that might be the, um, yeah, it looks like that dumb, evil Benjamin Crump, the attorney who represented... Isn't it him? I don't know. I think it might be him. He looks African. He doesn't look American. But anyways, um, Benjamin Crump. And when I say African, I mean like from Africa. And I also mean with that communist mindset that some people in Africa, such as South Africa, are adopting. But I don't know where he's from or what his story is. But Benjamin Crump has been an ambulance chaser in the sense that every, you know, supposedly racially, potentially racially charged incident, he's all over it. He represented uh, Trayvon Martin's family, I believe. So-called family. He didn't really have a good family. A family. He didn't really have a family. The parents were divorced. That's called a broken family. It's a non-family. And then uh, Michael Brown... If Trayvon's parents were actually ever married, I don't know. I don't remember. Remember, He represented Michael Brown's family after Michael Brown was killed. And he just promoted this false black victimhood. So he hates black people too. But um, that's on the top of the Twitter profile of this Melina Abdullah woman. And her real name is not Melina Abdullah. She probably changed it to something like that, I think. She's a pan-Africanist, a so-called hip-hop scholar, a womanist. 
no isms, right? A so-called truth teller, according to herself, which she doesn't know. She wouldn't know the truth if it slapped her in the face. And a mama. <laughs> She's a mama. <laughs> she doesn't know that that's a slur. Um, in the sense that she has that evil type of mama spirit. But she's from Los Angeles, and um, she has refused to come on the show. She's the godmother of the lesbian woman who pulled a Black Lives Matter supporter off of the Fallen State TV stage. Well, pulled her verbally. She's like, come down here. That's enough. You're traumatizing them. She's yelling at Jesse, this Jasmine Richards woman, who was arrested, actually, for... um, it was called lynching because she pulled somebody away from being arrested, and that's considered a form of lynching. <laughs> Extrajudicial action, I guess. Um, but this woman, Melina Abdullah, her, I think her pin, one of her recent tweets was promoting a free 21-day meditation. Perfect timing for hope in uncertain times. And I guess it's Oprah and Deepak Chopra. They're promoting this meditate. Oprah Winfrey, the black woman, and Deepak Chopra is a is a um, I don't know. He's like a dumb guy. As in, like he's promoting what would you call that meditation stuff? New agey crap. And she's promoting this like she's I don't know, like she's a decent person. Like she's gonna, like she's bringing godly peace to the people. But, anyways, that's a side note. Well, um, what I really wanted to show you about Melina Abdullah in this exploitative time regarding the coronavirus thing, she tweeted the other day, a couple of days ago. Finally, getting to this, Joel. <laughs> Just as crises are used by oppressive regimes, which she seeks to represent one, right? To usher in their visions, we can also think about what systemic collapses open up for us. Wow, that's communist if I've ever heard of it. Communism likes to collapse a system, and so so does socialism, in order to rebuild it in their image. How radical visions can be advanced during these moments. And she said, conversation happening now on 90.7 FM KPFK. Hashtag COVID-19. And what's funny is she doesn't realize or she's pretending not to know that radical is oppressive. Black Lives Matter is oppressive. The hashtag Me Too movement is oppressive. It's anti-justice. It's not real justice. I was listening to um, a show. Asmodor, actually. Asmodor is gifting subscriptions, by the way. Thank you. Take care of Business Bear. Congratulations. New subscriber on DLive. <laughs> Asmodor says, Tupac Chopra. Well, um, there have been articles put out by these guys uh, in the Daily Stormer about how there, are, there is a big division amongst those white nationalists, you know, the, the Jew haters, right? Some of them Jew haters, some of them Jew blamers, some of them Jew critics. They're, they're, some of them are like celebrating that this guy in this Me Too movement, the guy who, who was the, the um, main 
scapegoat in this Me Too movement. Um, Harvey Weinstein, the movie producer, he famously started getting accused by a bunch of women, right? Women. Of mess. Having sex with them and being vulgar and supposedly raping them. Well, two women, I guess, charged him or were the were the so-called victims in the charges, rape charges, against this Harvey Weinstein guy. But it was known and accepted that this Harvey Weinstein guy and these so-called women, they had so-called consensual relationships, they had friendships that they maintained even after the so-called rapes. But that didn't matter, according to this... this um, <laughs> According to the, the jury and the judge and the prosecutors out of New York City, and actually I think he's getting hit with Los Angeles too, if I'm not mistaken. Some Los Angeles cases. Maybe I'm thinking of another case. Another uh, victim of this Me Too movement. He's getting, he's getting these charges from women who like, had friendships with him, exchanged emails, said, I love you. I just don't like feeling like a booty call, which is a vulgar term for, like, uh, willful, willingly having sex together, <laughs> is, that, is what booty call means, right? You guys know that, I think. <laughs> Some of you don't know that, but now you learned it. But that's, it's like, they, they all, all three of them, apparently, from what I gather, there were two women... And this Harvey Weinstein guy, you know, in twos, right, had this um, degenerate relationship one with another. And who gets shafted by the, um, by the uh, ju- so-called justice system? The man. The women are not getting away with it because um, they're probably plagued by guilt and or they're just, you know, when you're evil... You don't live a good life, even if you benefit financially from it or, you know, you gain popularity from it. Look at Colin Kaepernick. But you're not living a good life. So they're not really getting away with it. But in the so-called justice system, they are getting away with it. These women should be uh, prosecuted too, maybe. So anyways, um, there's amongst the Jew haters or Jew blamers, whatever you want to call them, there are people that are saying, oh, you guys that are standing up and saying that this is an injustice against Harvey Weinstein, however disgusting Harvey Weinstein may or may not be, it's an attack on all men. Because once you have this precedent where a woman can have these so-called consensual sex relationships with men, and then years later, accuse him of rape because there's a power difference, or I did it to get, um, I did it to, because he said if I don't do this, then I won't get a, um, this job or that job or whatever. It did it for my career. That's not an excuse. Don't lose your dignity over, um, over, a job. That's pathetic. So, um, in short, the message from some of them, was that the women are... One guy, Lee Rogers, 
wrote this. The women, those women are what Jesse Lee Peterson would refer to as sluts, a woman who has sex out of wedlock. And the man is a slut maker. But they're, nowadays, they only attack the slut maker because the pretense is, oh, the women have been, false, been uh, falsely attacked as sluts when the men get away with it and they're whatever. But nobody's getting away with evil. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to share that. That's an exa- another example of the fake justice of this social justice stuff. You guys follow that? I lost my restream. Let me get to Daniel out of Houston, Texas. Daniel, thanks for calling. What's up? Thank you for having me, James. I, I'm, it's an honor to be on your show. Right I on. I really love your show. Um, and uh, I agree with Asmador. You need to go an extra hour. And then when you do a two-hour show, you should then go another hour and make it a three-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Joelle would love that. We would need to start, like, <laughs> opening the door. Because, like, I think I have... I run hotter than, than Jesse. Like, I, have, I breathe out more hot air. <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm more full of it than Jesse. <laughs> Anyways, it gets warm in here. Especially after three hours of the radio show and then two, one, two, three more hours. <laughs> Anyways, Daniel, what's up? Uh, and it's, also here that you're, uh, it's also good to hear that you're, uh, you're talking about uh, Lee and, and his work. He, he's a very good writer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was going to defend the caller yesterday, uh, Robert from Kansas, who everybody was calling a fed. Well, I say everybody. Well, for the record, I was not calling. I do not consider him a fed. I just consider him um, angry, blind, making false assumptions about reality. Sure. And, and, you know, I I think some might uh, call him nuts. And I I don't know (laughs) that I would disagree. Uh, Well, here's what I will say. Um, I, I think he was. Uh, there's speculation in there about the, you know, Israelis and and who they are, and uh, speculation about you know breeding with with monkeys. That that, that yes. is all theoretical speculation stuff. Um, it, it really and, got under some of the skin. Like Sion was like, no, <laughs> don't even. So, he, she said, don't even at me. And then what did he do? He added her. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, what, what I what I will say is uh, I do want to defend this Fed thing. Um, yeah, you know he did he did work for the federal government. He was oh, a yeah. soldier, right? Right. That that's true. You have to keep in mind that people are people, whether they work for the federal government or you know, there's good and evil. And yeah, and when I say you, I don't mean you, take No, I, mean, I don't. Um, I know. Yeah. Um, uh, people who work for the federal government that that come out with, you know, some of these truths, um, they are doing it at great risk. And they are doing it because they have knowledge that they feel is uh, important to pass on. Um, And so I I want to unironically say uh, to him, thank you for your service, because he is doing a service. He is is, um, saying what, you know, he perceives to be the truth. But Um, man... That's not that's not something to thank people for because people generally say what they think what they you know misperceive to be true. So right, I wouldn't but- I wouldn't pat somebody on the back for being for being nuts and honest about it. 
Because then you're just encouraging them to stay in that blindness. You know what I mean? You're making them feel good about being wrong. Even, just because he's just because he's telling me exactly what he thinks. No filter, right? That's not that's not something to thank him for his service for. Well, I'm not convinced he's wrong. I'm not oh, convinced he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that, that's that, yeah. I, uh, I, I was arguing with people about this because I the reason that part of the reason that I left him okay, there's like two things going on. Part of the reason that I left him on so long, and somebody said, uh, somebody on Twitter said, don't give him so much time. He's right. not worth that all that airtime. And I'm like, you know what, you're probably right. <laughs> At first I was trying to defend it, but um part of it is because I know there's a lot of you guys who think that he's right. And so I was trying to like show that he's making assumptions. Like you even admitted that he's speculating. And yeah, it's a speculation. Yeah, and, and he didn't and speculation cage, he didn't is not a like good that. thing. I, that's yeah. one thing that I really um that's one value that I learned from this this boomer that is almost universally disrespected, but I respect him. Um, named Bill O'Reilly, he said he's not in with this speculation stuff, and he may be guilty of it. Who knows? But actually, that's speculation. But it's a good <laughs> value to um, stick with what you know, rather than falling for this this spin that happens so frequently. You say, oh, the, you know, the mainstream are liars. True. But then you don't go to the opposite ex- extreme to say the white man is the image of God and blacks came from such and such and all that stuff. Just based on, you know, and the earth is flat and I know it for a fact and all this stuff. You don't, you don't say stuff that you don't know to be true and you don't um, start believing stuff because then you're just going to be deceived. And, sure. and it's just deceive people on one side of the political spectrum and deceive people on the other side, and they both think that they're spiritual when they're not. Sure. So yeah. can, can I just... I, yeah, uh, go for I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave after this comment, but you mentioned deception. Um, I'll just say this. Uh, the word NASA, the Hebrew word for deception is NASA. I've heard that. <laughs> I looked it yeah. up, and I don't remember what, what I came up with. I'm not even sure that that's true, though. It has something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, because I looked it up and I'm like, who, who knows? Who really cares? Let's stick with what we know. Let's stay in present reality. People are going to, yeah. people are, are um, one of the things that evil does, communists do it because they are evil, but evil does across the board is get you into intellect and speculation, imagination, the past, the future, and unknowable things or things that you don't quite know, and tricks you into, like, jumping to conclusions that are look like they might be true or look like an imitation of the truth, and then you think that it's true, but it's not. So that's just a warning about that. But I appreciate that. Thanks for the tip, Daniel. It's good to hear Thank from you. you. And you're from Houston. Wow, how could I you am. betray Houston? I know. <laughs> face center and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how old are you, by the way? <laughs> I'm 35. 35. Okay. Nice age. Take care, man. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. You know, I'm imitating Jesse with that nice age thing. I think it's cool. Um, 
let me get to Tom out of Denver, Colorado. Tom, first time caller, what's up? Hey, uh, James. Hey, how are you, sir? Doing fine. How are you? I'm uh, no man is good. So right, I'm on. hanging. <laughs> uh, hey, I just wanted to I wanted to call because I uh, saw you kind of slip it into like what I think is like uh, wrong line of thinking here. Yeah. When it comes to Weinstein, like you're totally right, miscarriage of justice, ba 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 ba. But the one thing, you know, it's that doesn't mean the guy wasn't a piece of crap and that he demoralizes our society. What movies, movies was he behind? Do you the know Weinstein? That's yeah, the thing. It's he's basically a lot of Tarantino movies, huh? And others. A lot, of, just a ton of movies, man. Yeah. All the movies that he put these Hollywood starlets in. Right. And I, you know, I definitely, I think that they were hoeing themselves out for opportunity. Those women. And that, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't address any of that. Right. But I think a lot of people get the uh, the frustration conflated with justice. And I don't think you get, you know, the dude was, you know, it sets a bad precedent for all us guys out there, number right. one. Yeah. And so don't let people, you know, if you guys are critical of, like, the elite in Hollywood and, you know, a lot of, if you're critical of that, you can still be critical of that and admit that there was a miscarriage of justice. Yeah, So I, I, I just want to, I wanted to make that point because uh, it seems to be reduced. Yeah, uh, I lot, feel that, so. I feel that he was the fall guy and meanwhile, Hollywood is... He's kind of on the, he was probably already over the hill <laughs> on his um, effect of spreading evil, effectiveness of spreading evil. You never heard of Viagra, Hake? Hake, you never heard of Viagra? No, nah, but I'm talking about in terms of actually spreading evil. In ter- I don't mean like, I, yeah, I don't mean ability is, to have kids. The I mean, Weinstein, I mean the ability Weinstein to film make company is effective still propaganda out movies. movies. I mean, like. No, a, Weinstein Film Company is still pu- pumping out movies up until the day that. He was, uh, I bet you even to this man. day they, they still are. Who knows? Bingo, they bingo, bongo, Hake. Huh? All right, hey, I'm going to get off. Uh, I know you got a lot of good callers Thanks, on here. Man. Thank you for uh, the show. I enjoy it a lot. Have cool. a great day. Right on. Take care. Let me quickly get to Asmodor out of Texas. Asmodor, what's up? Hey. Hey. <laughs> well, uh, uh, doing well here, doing well here. Uh, uh, I wanted to call in because you brought that topic up. Yes. Um, and... I guess uh, when it when it comes to the particular angle of the topic that uh, you know of uh, these these different factions and how they're responding to this thing, I'm probably as close to an expert as you're going to get calling in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but before I do, I, I just like to. I, you brought up something else on a, a previous call while I was on hold that I'd like to mention. You're absolutely right about um, people getting too deep in their thoughts um, with all the conspiracy stuff. And one place that you see it really happening, and I'm not, I, I'm a guy who believes in, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories that are probably real, you know, because anytime, right. two or, anytime two or more people get together and decide to do something and not tell anybody else, you've got a conspiracy. And so, of course, conspiracies are everywhere. True. But, you know, with things like this coronavirus you know, with the fear and how hard it is to get good information with it and everything, you see people getting real deep into this. things like this was some engineered thing. There's not even a virus. They're using it to lock the country down, and they're going to start, you know, throwing us all in FEMA coffins and stuff like this. You know, calm down and try to get out of your thoughts a little bit. 
try to assess things rationally and and all like that. that that's yeah. all I have to say about that. I'm, I'm, if you've been listening, so you know, I've been trying to calm people down about this stuff. Yeah. But um, the Weinstein thing, uh, I have uh, very strong uh, uh, opinions about this, and I am I am fully on the side of uh, this was a miscarriage of justice. Um, these these women. Uh, the the one in particular, and I'm I'm having trouble recalling her name right at the moment. Yeah. Um. She they both claim that at some point early on, Weinstein forcibly raped them. But then when you go to reading their actual accounts of it, they did things like, you know, he told me to undress, so I undressed, and he told me to lay down, so I laid down. Yeah. And then the the one in particular had a years long relationship with him and they, they presented emails, uh, to the, uh, court to prove, you know, they had a consensual relationship, sexual relationship. They were flying back and forth across the country. She would constantly ask him to do nice things for her and he would do these nice things, you know, help her with money, uh, help her with her business. Uh, buy things for her and all like this. She was ba- these women were basically his his mistresses, and they were they were happy to uh, uh, do it. And and I, I will word this in a way that's not quite as crude as when I say it on my show or on my Telegram, but I believe it to be the absolute truth. These these sluts who uh, are willing to do anything that they're so focused on becoming movie stars and all, they get to Hollywood. And they would fight each other tooth and nail nearly to the death to be the first one to have sex with Weinstein, yeah. you know, or a guy like him. Now, if they if they want to put him in jail for making really bad movies like uh, Shakespeare in Love or Good Will <laughs> Hunting, then okay, let's pass a law to do that. <laughs> he was behind Good Will <laughs> <But>, uh, Hunting? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And... and, and uh, uh, but the thing is, you're absolutely right. that The people who are for this uh, among these neo-Nazis, um, this is not a rational, thought-out thing at all. It is one of the dumbest. Uh, just it, It's just a complete... Uh, they're twisting the, the logical narrative of this so bad, they're turning it into a pretzel. Yeah. Uh, and what it comes from is they hate him, they they hate him because he's a powerful Jew, and they want to see bad things happen to people like him, and so they're willing to pretend that either a he was actually guilty, and you should believe the and, and they start talking like these Me Too feminists, yeah, these alleged <laughs> yeah. right wingers. You either you just you have to believe these alabaster princesses. Why they would never lie? They were total innocents when they went to Hollywood and started uh, having sex uh, to get up the ladder and all this. They didn't know any better, and Weinstein ruined them. Or, B, he, you know, this is such a bad thing that it doesn't matter, or he's such a bad person that it doesn't matter what kind of a bad thing happens. Now, you know, uh, you, you, like you basically listed three different types of, of groups there. And I, I don't mind one bit being called a Jew critic. I, I'm a critic of everything, but one of the things that I think is different about me than a lot of other people is I'm not afraid to be critical of them too. And, uh, and I, I think that, uh, I think that, 
you know, uh, Jewish power and influence in the West is a thing that is so prominent and so in your face that it's like this big elephant in the room that nobody's allowed to mention. And if you do mention it, you know, you, you, uh, you get pilloried in the press, you get your, uh, you, you lose your job, all this stuff. But I'm not afraid to do that. But the thing is, if you have such an irrational hate of, of, of anybody or anything that you're willing to say, I don't care what's right or wrong. I want something bad to happen to this guy. And yeah. not only am I happy that something bad happened to this guy, but I'm going to, I'm going to go online. I'm going to uh, any place that I can express myself. I'm going to make the rational explanation why he deserved it and all this, uh, or, or why it's a good thing. You're not in a position to help whatever your cause is at all, because this kind of thing has blinded you. You, you have to, if, if, if you see that there's a problem, you can't, you can't go after every single thing with a hammer. You have to look at things dispassionately right. and you, and you have to, uh, you have to be calm and uh, call a thing for what it is. And I'm calling this for what it is. I'm saying that this is a miscarriage of justice. And we have a system of laws and, uh, and justice, and it should be applied the same to anyone who is accused of anything. True. And this lowering of the uh, uh, requirements of evidence and all this that has happened uh, with the Weinstein trial very well could affect the the future. I mean, basically, the Weinstein thing, if, it, if it's not challenged in an appellate court and brought down if, or doesn't go to the Supreme Court or something like this, which I doubt any of it will, then the Attorney General of New York and uh, Gloria... Uh, all red, all red, Gloria, all red, and and uh, these Me Too people, yeah. and lots of lots of prosecuting attorneys all across the United States. I mean, the day of the verdict, they were giving interviews talking about how this is Crazy. going to change the nature of how we prosecute rape cases from now on. From and now that's on, true. It, it it's it, there doesn't need to be any evidence. It can just be the word of the woman who didn't report it, and it happened years ago. And in the case of Weinstein, it is openly admitted in court. They didn't even tell him no or anything. Right. So a woman, you could you could be having sex with your wife on your honeymoon. Yeah. And it, and it, and at some point during that sex, she decides that for a couple of minutes of it, she didn't enjoy it, so there was no consent, and yet she didn't say anything to you, and she didn't try to stop you. But years later, when she doesn't like you anymore, she can go to a prosecutor and say, for that two minutes, he raped me. And they're like, send him out. Send him yep. to prison. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. If a, wife, if a woman yeah. is evil enough, she will accuse her own husband. And you, yeah. you see it with divorces all the time. They accuse men of, of, of abusing the children. When, if anything, right. it's usually the other way around. Anyway, Asador, oh, I appreciate that, man. Good yeah. to hear from you. Yeah. All right, have a great one. You too. Take care. Mm. You know, um, in the Bible, it says, Matthew 5, 39, Jesus is, well, 38, 39, and, and on, 
um, it, what, something that he said reminded me of this. You have heard that it was said, eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, this is Jesus talking, supposedly, right? Not to resist an evil person, an evil man. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, turn, oh no, <laughs> turn to him the other. Um, if someone wants to see you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And that is, it, it just reminds me of how Jesse Lee Peterson warns people not to be angry, not, not to hate evil. Elsewhere in the Bible it says, do not be overcome with evil, by evil, but overcome evil with good. But some people want to fight evil with evil. And that's just so wrong. And it's like a, um, they're, just because they're opposed to this evil, they don't realize that they themselves have turned evil. Crazy. Let me read a few super chats. Oh my gosh. I am going to need two hours soon. Um, hold on. Philosopher, thank you, man. Appreciate the constant support of Jesse Lee Peterson and my show. Thank you, man. Asmador says, Tupac Chopra. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that one. Uh, Portman says, oh, the sleeve is going up. Yeah, people want me to go sleeveless. <laughs> I have to get a 10 and start exercising again. Asmador said, At, uh, Weinstein didn't rape those sluts. <laughs> Jim Jab says, if I can make a suggestion on uh, YouTube. No need to explain what a slang term such as booty call means or any other slang term. If people don't understand, then they can suffer or ask. <laughs> Laughing, crying face. Yeah. And, uh, sorry, man. <laughs> Sometimes I take it too far. Giovanni A says, here. Thank you, Giovanni A, as always. Appreciate that, guys. Um, and is my, uh, is YouTube buffering for you guys, too? Looks like I have a decent amount, maybe 100 less than normal. Donning Armor out of California. Donning Armor, it's nice hey, to hear from you. What's up? How's it going, James? Um, oh, I've got a, a couple of suggestions that I think Trump should do during this crisis. Okay. Um, so, one, our, our uh, airplane industry is really hurting right now. So, he could help them by cramming the planes full of the illegal aliens and sending them all back to their own countries. I would love that. Yeah, it'll get rid of them, and it'll help the air, uh, airlines out. So and make Mexico pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> he could even take my tax money. I don't mind as long as it's yeah, for that purpose. that's true. Um, and another thing I think you should do, you should make a promise to every American citizen uh, that... That none none of the illegal aliens will be taking up medical beds or ventilators while American citizens are dying. Oh. That can't happen. Uh, American Americans' lives should come first. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. It might sound heartless, but it, you know, I don't care at this point. It's people's lives, and I think that we should take care of our own yeah. before we take care of everyone else. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, true. Uh, I was also going to comment on uh, that. Interesting call uh, about black people and monkeys the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, technically, uh, white people have uh, Neanderthal DNA, so you could make the argument that black people are more human than white people. So, so I mean, that's just throwing that out there. But the, it's the RH1 something like that, Neanderthals. <laughs> and he's pronouncing yeah, it right. Some of you guys pronounce it Neanderthals. 
And that's how I originally learned it. But in college, I learned it's Neanderthal. Yes, but right. I, I I usually get corrected when I pronounce it that way. But uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, who who knows and who cares? I think that um, I think that Andre the pre the Joel before it was Joel, the previous board operator looked it up because we had this black guy, black intellectual, who would call Jesse's show and said all non-Africans have Neanderthal blood in them, and he pronounced it wrong, right? And I think Andre looked it up later, or his wife is a nurse or something, and come to find out that the blacks have that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, the only blacks that don't have it are the ones that stayed in like sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. Uh, all the others, I mean, they've been mixing around with everyone else just like uh, we all have, so, right. so it gets around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it uh, past human beings to... Uh, something sick uh, yeah that's true uh, I although that, I just don't believe that I just don't believe it I don't okay let's say let's say I neither believe it nor disbelieve it because to to quote a Jesseism right because it's something that's really kind of unknowable that science the science is looking at traits right traits from the DNA or whatever about from yeah. our biology and so they're linking that to stuff that they think that they know from the past, but it's such it's so difficult to know. That's that's treading into the field of the common man cannot really know that and test that and see it for himself, right? So we yeah, should just leave it care. as um, who knows, who cares, right? That's yeah, how I feel. Yeah, that. it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. I think the leading theory is uh, the cut hunter theory. So when they're eating bush meats. You know, they had to cut a wound on their hand or something, oh. and the blood was mixed in that way. And Interesting. I think that's a, a much more likely uh, uh, theory than, than the other one that I won't mention. <laughs> okay, yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, yeah, man. No problem. All right, talk to you later, James. Good to hear from you, Donnie Armour. Take care. Always a pleasure. So that reminded me, this um, Donnie Armour brought up the idea of, of packing the planes full of illegals. And, you know, hopefully they don't have the coronavirus, right? Or hopefully they don't even have the illegal aliens disease so they don't give it to each other. But then maybe they're stronger against the illegal aliens disease than the non-illegals, right? Well, I got this footage from Washington Post. And it is a little choppy because I think that somehow prisoners are able to... They have cell phones or something? And they're able to either stream or something or record themselves but this is from a prison i think in alabama and i got this from it's a washington post article that is hosted on greenwich time g-r-e-e-n-w-i-c-h i think that's pronounced greenwich and the headline is thousands of inmates released as jails face coronavirus threat but they have a video um, and the video URL reads, prisoners threaten, and yeah, I'm reading from the URL, prisoners threaten suicide, stage protests as the coronavirus sickens inmates and prison staff. And I don't know if that's real news or fake news. And then the headline on this t video title, and I think this headline is fake news, ICE 
detainees, ICE detainees, threaten suicide and stage protests over coronavirus fears. And I don't know that that's true. It may be, but I'm looking at the video here and you're going to hear it and or watch it. Um, these people look like blacks. They may not even be ICE detainees because most ICE detainees are not black. They look like they might even be black Americans. <laughs> and so that's a lie. The, the black Americans and what the story, real story, I think is, at least in this particular case, is that our black criminals, our black American criminals, are scared of these illegal aliens diseases because there are ICE detainees and some possibly, possibly, possibly not, with this coronavirus thing. And so they're, you're going to see this, but if you're not watching, you can, you can hear them talking about it. There's a couple of black guys with, like, sheets around their necks tied up together, like they're, and they're on the other side of, the wrong side of the rail on the balcony standing, holding the balcony ledge thing, uh, the rail, I mean, inside of what looks like a prison or a jail, ready to jump, pretending like they're ready to jump. They don't look like they really want to do it. But li wa listen and watch this video. I'm going to kind of have to, there's some silence to it, so I have to read and explain what's going on a little bit. Catch this. Editors note, the video and audio have short gaps due to a poor internet connection. <laughs> so they got internet in prison. The video is edited something. Live stream March 20th from detainee's Facebook page at an immigration detention facility. Oh, it is an immigration detention facility. Gadsden, Alabama. But I don't believe that it's just an immigration facility because these sound like regular prisoners. Regular criminals. Listen to this. What happened? What they doing down there? That sounds like a black dude. Not a, not a foreign black either. Yo, Cussy. Yeah, I'm live, bro. It's live. It's live. Yeah, it's live. How do they feel me? They're not caring. They got three positive tested for the coronavirus in here with us. They brought them in here today while we were sleeping, and they try. They not trying to. They not trying to let them out of here. We telling them, yo, y'all gotta take them out of here, or we gonna turn up in here. They threatening to shoot us with tasers and pellet guns, and, and tear gas, and all that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, all masked up in here. You feel me? Like, we... Okay, those are black inmates. This about to up. They both about to hang it up. Because they ain't right now. They brought three positive coronavirus patients in here with us. <laughs> this is not bad internet for prison, right? The hours-long standoff ended when three new arrivals were moved to a different unit of the same facility. No ICE detainees have tested positive for the virus, supposedly, according to an agency spokesman. He did not say whether the three or the detainee they traveled with had been tested, so maybe they hadn't even been tested. But look at that. So that's from, oh, that's from the Washington Post. But it wasn't just a de an ICE facility. It was, looks like a regular prison. And those prisoners were not, they didn't sound immigrants. They sounded like black Americans. Black American criminals, maybe. But that would be, 
in my opinion, maybe I'm mama, maybe I'm beta. Cruel and unusual punishment to expose these guys to the illegal aliens disease. But in all honesty, even out in the real world, outside of, I, I call it the prison, the outside of prison, the real world, <laughs> even outside of prison in the black communities, that's where a lot of the illegal aliens with their diseases are ending up too. So, what a mess. But, yeah, there were a couple of black guys at least performing like they were going to jump and hang themselves, like, like with a makeshift nooses, to uh, protest these illegal aliens coming in to their facility, untested, supposedly, maybe. Just a little crazy thing. But... There is a whole lot of the, the even worse mama than me, I want to say, <laughs> I think. You know, the ACLU, I told you about the ACLU weeks ago, at least a week or two ago. Warning, so-called warning, ICE, not to, deten- not to um, put in detention so many of these illegals. Um, because you're exposing them to cramped conditions and all that stuff and maybe they'll spread the the coronavirus disease what a mess asmador says outside is the free world that's true you know it's so interesting um inside of prisons from what i hear right everything that i've heard inside of prisons jails detention whatever generally in this diverse country, they are all segregated, generally. And I don't know if this is exaggerated or if it's true, but they're segregated because when it comes to fights, it's like a dog-eat-dog world. And the best way to... Oh, opening the treasure chest. Um, it's a dog-eat-dog world, meaning that... Meaning kind of like you have to be tough and you have to be ready to defend yourself and, and other people in your group. And in that case, it just so happens that those groups divide up amongst different races. The whites with the whites, the blacks with the blacks, the, the um, Hispanics with the Hispanics. And that's just a, an interesting aspect of when the times get tougher and strained, and I think that Trump kind of intrinsically knows this, the, um, the people that are less, let's say, of less, lesser character are more apt to fight and assume and be suspicious and, and um, become evil one towards another for all sorts of different shallow reasons. And among those in the lesser character are the communists, those trying to push the phony idea of racism and sexism and homophobiaism (laughs) and Islamophobiaism and anti-Semitism and all those things. So it's just like this, this, and their false solution is more diversity, right? To bring about this false love. Oh, shoot, I got to open up the treasure chest. 
So, it's just kind of interesting, and then they talk about this coronavirus thing. They talk about this coronavirus thing supposedly bringing out the worst in people. But these are the people pushing for the worst in people, and falsely pointing out um, the worst in people like Trump, who's actually bringing out the best in people, and setting an example of the best by not cowering to these fake accusations of racism and sexism. He just pushes forward with the truth as he sees it. And I think generally the truth as he sees it is the truth. Some exceptions to the rule. You may see, be a little too nice to the gays. And by nice, I mean not just to the gays and the, and the uh, women and the blacks letting them out of jail. Maybe he listens to Ivanka too much. <laughs> And Jared, but um, generally he's solid. And on this um, coronavirus thing, he's—I think people are seeing that he's handling it right. And I'm not even paying much attention. I know that there's a lot of um, controversy over this bill, this bailout bill, right now. Yet, is it right? Is it wrong? And I, I'm not paying a lot of attention to it. I'm partly because. You know, politics and intellectual stuff, although I am kind of an intellectual, just make my, i just not interested. It's hard for me to pay attention. I leave that to other people that I generally trust. But it's a mess. But I think that he wants what's right, and there, there's people in his administration that I'm iffy about, and then, of course, the people in the, in the Congress Congratulations to Reed Johnson, Portman, Take Care Business Bear, always there. Um, Tex-Mex, Uncle Ted, 88. Congratulations on the um, redistribution of lemons. Speaking of socialism, right? This communist Obama chest. <laughs> redistribution of lemons on DLive. Right on. And thank you to Silosopher, as always, Jimmy DM, as always, Asmador, thank you. Noah's Arkansas, Portman, CC on, right on. Take care of Business Bear, Uncle Ted 88, Max Revolt, and Paramedic. Thank you, guys. Let me just double check the um, super chats. Super, super, super chats. That's cool. Thank you, guys. Um, so, once again, this t shirt is, there is a different. Uh, version available for sale right now. Another will be available soon. This version will be available soon. So that's cool. And uh, make sure that you are supporting, if you can, on the Patreon, the, the Jesse Lee Peterson Patreon. I know I'm plugging in, I'm on the Hake Report, but I'm excited about it because I'm kind of involved in putting out these Jesse Lee Peterson 90s TV shows. And they are fun and funny. Excellent. And some of them are going out now on um, the Jesse Lee Peterson Patreon. Also, the subscribe star, if you don't like Patreon for some reason or another. There are some objectionable things. They, you know, they don't like free speech. <laughs> um, and also, New Project 2. New Project number 2. Newproject2.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson or um, subscribestar.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson or patreon.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. All of them, each of them are, are excellent alternatives, okay? Nice. You know, there was 
there was one more thing that I wanted to touch on before we end. Mayor Eric Garcetti of um, Los Angeles says water and power will be shut off for businesses that don't close. That's according to Drudge and KTLA. So I wonder if he were in charge, if he would close down that one college, um, Liberty University, if he were over in Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia, or wherever. All non-essential Los Angeles businesses that don't close. Fortunately, we're not a bar so or a, or a, a restaurant that brings in a bunch of people. But he is... <laughs> He is trying to dispute President Trump, who wants to open back up by Easter. Remember, President Trump is pushing for um, pushing for uh, opening up by Easter. It's a special day, Christ's resurrection from the dead. Isn't that nice? After he was after he was um, hung on the cross, died for our sins, and then rose again. That's what Easter's is, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, Garcetti claims that we won't extend it one day longer than we need to. But I don't trust him. He's a Democrat. And what did he do? He kind of oversaw the city of Los Angeles as the homelessness crisis just went nuts. I started working here at Bond in October 2013. And I was coming to Bond since 07, beginning of 07. And the homelessness, I would see it in downtown LA. Every now and then you see a homeless guy nuts on the street, but you don't see him sleeping on the sidewalk, pooping on the sidewalk, setting up tents in front of businesses on street corners, um, pedestrians scared to walk by. But it is a mess now. It is like that now, all over. It's spread like wildfire under Eric Garcetti, under Jerry Brown, now um, that new guy, Jerry, (laughs) whatever his name, Newsom. What a mess. But anyways, maybe it'll turn around. Jimmy DM says, hashtag, Hake second hour. Noah's Arkansas says, two more hours, two more hours. (laughs) Appreciate it, guys. I can't do it. Joel cut me off. But thehakereport.com for my stuff jlptalk.com for Jesse's stuff. And remember, for the Bond and Jesse Lee Peterson and the Fallen State uh, swag, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. All right, guys. Take care.